We are bringing back Your Music is Bad and You Should Feel Bad, the most important music podcast of all time. We're going to start talking about Evan Townsend's new picks. It's just a warm-up to lead us into the theme of Rick Beato uh, interviewing the three most insane guitar players in the world and uh, who are currently on tour with each other. You could rightfully think I mean insane like they're very good at the stuff that they do, which is true, uh, but they're also probably very mentally ill. Uh, so we'll uh, we'll get into that. I don't know. I don't know what to expect from the Beato interview, but based on other Beato interviews, it's going to be... Uh, It'd be crazy. All right. So Devin Townsend has these new signature picks. He's he's like deep in his super unnecessary gear phase. Okay. He got an endorsement with Kiesel on the technicality that his primary brand, Framus, uh, the guitar division of Warwick, who makes uh, or known for extremely nice basses, uh, Framus makes his guitars. They don't make a headless guitar. So technically... That doesn't uh, compete with Kiesel, but that's an insane thing. That's like such an insane technicality. You used to see a lot of like, you know, you could have multiple guitar endorsements if like you needed an acoustic one. Like, okay, so such and such guitar company doesn't make acoustics, so fine, you can get a different company acoustic endorsement. But but just to have headless guitars, which is just uh, from what I can tell, so he can like play them on tour as like a little practice backpack guitar. It was just, I mean, good for him, but like. I'm amazed. I get, I mean, I guess why Framus is not really cutting into Framus's business because they don't make any mid-price guitars, as far as I know. They're a like high-end only brand, uh, kind of like a comparison. Um, but he has these ridiculous signature guitars, and uh, that you'll never see. I don't know who who stocks them in the United States. Somebody does, I'm sure. I don't know who. But what's crazier? What's crazier than these picks themselves? is this little video he made for them, which appears to still be the only promotional video for him. Now, I know he's on tour, whatever, but like, come on. Uh, I feel like uh, shooting a video on the tour bus would have been less crazy than this. Okay, I've seen this brand online and every, they definitely seem gimmicky. They're like weird shapes or, oh, it grips better, whatever. Like, I don't need uh, anything too crazy in picks. Um, I used to use Jazz 3s but they're a little small for certain things. So I went up to like Jazz 3 XLs. They're slightly bigger, kind of like in between a Jazz 3 and a regular size pick, still kind of pointy. And then I use the Ultex because it's like, I don't know, the Tortex always felt weird to me. And like it would, the texture, the like powderiness would wear off immediately. The Ultex seems to sort of maintain a little bit of that feel and and, and so they're a little grippy and it's a fairly sturdy material, and I use real thick ones. That's about it. Like, um, I can kind of see uh, certain things, a lighter pick making a little more sense, because uh, it kind of changes the attack a little. But honestly, I just will... It's easier for me to just play lighter with the thick pick than it is to get the resistance out of a thinner pick. But anyway, that's all relatively sane guitar pick talk. So Devin has these big triangle guitar picks, which is fine. I, I guess he wants a lot big surface to grab, but he's got like these different edges to them, which again, didn't necessarily sound insane. Like, I don't know, have one edge be thicker and stiffer and one be lighter, but no, he needed a serrated edge. 
I was, okay, what is, what is that for? And so we're going to listen to him explain it. He ex decided, like, I, I don't know, I, I want to know the, I want to really, what I want to see is the behind the scenes of this uh, pick commercial, because it's like, I understand he, he's like, oh, there's the only place that wasn't noisy. Was it the only place that wasn't noisy? Because it's a toilet and, which is not a good sounding place. And on top of that, he brought his headless guitar, and it's not plugged into anything. And that's like the worst sounding guitar you could use. So he's in the worst sounding room with the worst sounding guitar to try to show you how the pick sounds. But to be fair, it does sound different on the serrated edge, uh, but not good. And so we're, <laughs> I don't know, he's doing a lot of weird stuff lately. Honestly, it's been years. Like everything he comes out with now is super hyped for the weirdest reasons. Like, okay, I was, I was, I got the Ziltoid thing. It was silly. He needed to make an album by himself. He, he pioneered, he's a fake drum pioneer and I will always appreciate and respect him for that. Uh, but that was about as funny as he ever got was the, all the alien wants coffee. Like, okay, yeah, sure, man. But then Ziltoid too, it was just like, there's these balls or whatever and something about boogers or whatever. I don't know, man. Like it's, and now he's talking about, uh, he's going to make a symphony, uh, a, well, I mean, I think he changed, he changed it, but originally it was going to be a symphony about, about dicks and it was going to cost a million dollars and be very expensive. And I'm like, that is, that is an insane statement. That is like, that to me sounds like he needs to talk to the kind of people that Kanye should be talking to. And like, uh, try, cause like he always talks about how like, oh, uh, you know, strappy young lad's bad for his mental health. Well, what is going on with his mental health now that he's talking about million dollar dick symphonies? I don't know if that's better. I feel like there might be, pro maybe like if it was me, I like I, his newer music would drive me way crazier than strappy young lad. Strappy young lad at least is like cathartic. It's supposed to be, I don't know, man. I just, uh, here we are in the toilet. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Devin Townsend coming to you live from the backstage toilet in Kentucky. At least it's a clean toilet. We have to do this, so forgive me. But it is a seat, and it allows us to do this video. So this is for... Why, you didn't have to have a seat, though. You could, like, put on a guitar strap. You could just, you could just stand anywhere. Apparently, you have somewhere to put the camera. I mean, I don't know. Like, maybe it's just on his phone or something. But I feel like there's a lot of ways, without a lot of effort, you could have done something better than this. And I'm surprised that like, I was expected to go here and find, like, a better video by now. I mean, I know they're still on tour. Uh, okay, you got to factor in... The type of acts that don't really spend a lot of money on on things uh and that's understandable because uh, i'm sure that but at the same time uh dream theater and devin townsend are like the most successful quote-unquote prog acts in the world presently like if anybody's making money it's that and we know dream theater is making money because that's why uh they didn't when 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 Mike Portnoy was like, guys, maybe we should take a break so we can like come up with some new ideas, and they were like, no, because we're gonna ride this money train all the way to the bank. We're gonna put out the same album five more times, and then well, maybe a real bad one in the middle, just so that people appreciate us repeating ourselves again when we get back to it. Like, oh, this one's okay because it's just the same. Uh, uh, but anyway, uh, Devin and okay, Devin and his awful sounding picks. attack guitar picks. So. Let me give you a story as to why I ended up designing this signature pick, the Earth Tone pick, with acoustic attack. For many what do you call it, Earth Tone? Because, like, I don't, I don't think the Earth sounds that bad. many years, the sound that I've been sort of looking for in a pick, I use these kind of big triangular ones. 
But the sound that I like is when the edges are a little frayed. Not so that it's ratty, but just enough so it gives a bit more grip to the string. You know, like if you heard uh, U2 or, or Brian May, they, they kind of do a similar thing with different, um, different types, like Brian May uses a, uh, a coin. And um, I always would seek out the one pick that was just at that right level of, of being frayed, and then I would have that as my go-to pick in the studio. Even though I would have a thousand guitar picks, I would always seek out that one. Yeah, but that sounds like the that just sounds like he's using like he likes worn out picks, which I kind of get. Like they like these picks start out very pointy and like textured, and they get smoother and rounder, and it's different. It's a little different. So like I was expecting it just like a, a a worn in guitar neck feels good. Like oh, I'm just gonna make these picks that are certain. They're like relic like road worn guitar picks, but that's not what he's talking about, and that's not what we're gonna hear i'm I'm building up too much but i was so shocked when i actually heard this on a clean tone it gives sort of a, it's almost like a, a a gain stage on the the sound and i just i love it. i mean it's not that's really not an accurate description of what it does it's not like i think he means because it sounds kind of like a like it like distorted in a way but it's not the picks do not add any sort of gain that's not how that works, so asking, or what that word means. Carpet companies that I know and have been working with, if they would be able to replicate that, I would send them these picks that I had uh, a fondness for and pointed to the, the edge that had the right sound. But up to this point, the, the, the creation and the replication of that has been impossible. He's, he's again, this is just where I, I, again, this is where I'm concerned because he's like, I kept sending my worn out picks to these companies and they just couldn't reproduce it for me. They couldn't take my worn out guitar pick and copy it. Like, yeah, cause that's a crazy thing to do. And like, they're presumably spending money on it. Like, it's not like, oh, you take my, my beloved rare guitar and make a replica of it. Like, no, I got this worn out guitar pick. You got to make the guitar pick that says worn. And it doesn't even sound like the result is what he's describing. Instead, he's like, it's serrated. So Acoustic Attack sent me some pics that had some uh, texture to it and gave sort of an interesting sound that made me think that perhaps they could help me develop this guitar pick. And lo and behold, a year later, we are now... It took a year. It took a year to figure out how to make a pick sound this bad. Um, it's a big triangle, but the idea is once we get this one perfect, which we, which we have now, then we can move into doing like the more the jazz three style or the more uh, traditional style picks, but they have their own shapes. But for me, this is the shape that I was looking for. And I'll give you an example of what it does. So even though we're in a, again, we're in the toilet here backstage, normally- And your guitar's not plugged in and it sounds real bad. And let's hear it. The pick sounds like That sounds like a pick. It's got this. It sounds so bad. It sounds like it's not even like when you, when you scrapey and you play with like the edge, which also he was playing with the first part. He was playing with more like the flat of the pick. And then he really like angled into it here. So he's really scraping the serration against the the string. And it sounds like it's uh again, you can't hear how it would sound through an amp. Or even on an acoustic guitar or anything, he's in a bathroom and his guitar's not plugged in and it's a headless guitar. The worst 
of all, sounding of all guitars. And it just sounds bad. It sounds like it's like it, like any number of problems with your guitar would cause that sound, like you're fretting out. Like just why don't you just lower your put your action so low that it every note is like plinky and buzzy and sounds like it's fretting out. Good job, great picks. It does is it just gives like a bite to it. A bite. We found a way to make the edges of one corner. It's almost like serrations, and we went through a number of iterations of how serrated it should be in order to achieve that effect. So if you're looking to do more traditional, you know, like the, the riffing and, and what you would do with, with a normal pick, you flip it to one of the other angles. But when it comes to doing the, you know, the real lyrical sort of single note things, which I love doing in a, in a solo context, I love the kind of lyrical uh, guitar playing. This that lyrical, it just, it's just, it's... Pick. We've got a pre-sale going on now, if you're interested in that. And uh, I'm just... Pre-sale? you got to pre-order the picks. I'm not particularly great at selling things, but I know what I want, and this is something that I've been wanting for many years. So I hope you enjoy it. Thank you to Acoustic Attack. This is Devin Townsend, sitting on a toilet, and uh, I hope that doesn't deter you from checking out these picks. I'm really curious. To see if he ever act, like I guess it's when they're done with tour, maybe he'll um attack pick. I mean, is it a separate? Why is it like a separate brand from? There's like attack pick and there's acoustic attack, or is that the whole uh whole thing? Because I've seen other picks from this attack brand. They, they run a lot of commercials. These weird ones. Uh, this is clearly the right brand for him. These are the ones I've seen where it's just like there's a wider surface with some grip on it and then the edge is sort of just like a smooth XL Jazz 3. It's sort of like, yeah, he's literally got the Jazz 3 and then this guy, is, which that kind of makes sense. Like that would give you a better grip, both the bumps and the like uh, recessed thumb-like uh, groove. But I still... I. But I just use regular, regular Jazz Three XL uh, Alt Text, and that that works fine. I mean, but this I could I could at least understand the reasoning behind it. Where he's like, "Now I need one that's gonna sound scrapey." And then these ones are like have like little bumps on them and stuff. It's just this is a weird pick company. Oh yeah, here we go. Look at these ridges. These are the attack picks from Acoustic Attack. Ambush. They're like ribbed. So each of these picks was designed specifically for a certain purpose. The ambush and the attack both have these raised barbs, and these are really great for acoustic guitar. Yeah, see, that's not, that's not, I guess it is technically texture. But when he said texture, like, oh, they got these textured picks. Yeah, there's lots of people with texture, make it grip better, or, uh, uh, even, yeah, even the, the way it uh, contacts a string. But these are like past the point of like reasonable tone, gener like really starting to make weird sounds and weird vibrations, which, okay, fine, sure. But like, to me, it really just sounds like another uh, thing that guitar players are gonna be like, oh, you know what? I think I need those new ribbed guitar picks. And then like a month later, you're gonna be like, I went back to my regular guitar picks on account of they sound normal. And it, this is such a weird, weird thing to do. They're gonna give you extra percussive elements. And extra percussive. 12 string guitar. Okay, they're not going to mimic 12-string guitar. That's, there's much better ways to mimic a 12-string guitar. 
even if you have multiple uh, little surfaces contacting the string, is there's only one vibration once it hit it. So like it's not gonna be like a twelve string guitar. There's two strings. Uh, each course is two strings ringing together, and they're tuned par partially in octaves. And this is just gonna be like oh, there's a weird little. Again, it's the stuff that sounds like when your guitar's set up bad and there's a fret sticking up and it makes a weird little, or some other surf thing is like touching the string and it makes a bad sound. You're like, I want my picks to do. Ridges the blades, ridges, ribbed for your playing. This is for more control. Control, what are you getting control from? Next, we've got the surge. This one. Again, like I understand anything that's like, it helps you hold the pick better. Cause like my hands will get sweaty and then sometimes I don't hold the pick so good. This, oh yeah, this one's very like this is uh very textured. Raise little dots. This is perfect for adding texture to your heavy metal chug. I don't think that is the case. I don't think that is going to make your heavy metal chug sound better. I at best, it would be I believe unnoticeable. And if you did notice it, I don't think it is a sound I would want interfering with the action. You know, he's like, oh, that's a gain stage. No, you know what actually adds a gain stage is the amp or simulation of an amp that creates the gain and makes the sound I want. The pick should not like interfere with, it shouldn't be adding a bunch of stuff that is actually gonna interfere with the consistent vibration of the string. The they're def uh, they're well named, they add a, cer a certain attack that I you don't need. And sweeps. They have a nice indented grip. Again, this is the one that almost makes sense because the edge of the pick is relatively normal. It's similar to like a John Petrucci pick, which is an extra large Jazz 3 with an extra smooth edge on it, but with a real big area for for your thumb gripping with like the, the nubs for, for gripping it better. That makes sense. I feel like this is the one pick they probably sell and all the other stuff is like, oh, what else can we do? We're the weird pick company. What else can we make? So you can buy all of these picks individually, or you can get an eight pack for only $13.99. That way you can go ahead and try them out and decide which is your favorite. That seems high. I want to say, I really don't know. I'm offhand. Jazz three. Oh, you know what? Okay. 16 for a 24 pack is what I paid. So we're looking at like $8 for 12. And so this is like double six for eight is like double what i pay for picks when i order them in larger quantities i get i'm gonna deal with the store so i get them for less there but uh yeah it's expensive for a pick but i guess they're special fancy time picks but as soon as like dunlop or somebody if these actually catch on dunlop will just copy it or do something close enough and like and they'll be much cheaper and i don't think these guys are gonna sell enough picks to like compete i do like a thick pick but some people don't and so like whatever works for you and whatever works for your playing style but it starts to get ridiculous and it starts to get like there's just so many guitar products over the years that every uh like i it's probably like one in ten new guitar products is actually useful and not just some nonsense to trick guitar players and spending money on something because they're just constantly because they're just addicted to gear and so like there's a new uh product that's like a string wrap that like sometimes certain guitars will come with something under either they'll have like uh, like esp would have these like piece of plastic under the strings so that the in transit 
to so that nothing gets scratched up. Um, and then sometimes other guitars would come with like paper around the strings for the same kind of purpose. Uh, but there's a company now that has like these really like microfiber string wraps that double as a strap and other crap. And it's like such a nonsense product. It's just another example of crazy stuff that they can sell to guitar players. So there you go. Um, now, uh, down to business. We got to deal with Beato, man. Like Beato, Beato's out of control. I, I do enjoy some of his interviews, but mostly the ones where he doesn't talk much and just like interviews someone cool. And it's not even really an interview. It's more like he has a big platform. So they come on and like Steve Lukather. I watched Steve Lukather one. That was great. Uh, uh, the, the the Sting one was good because he made the classic Beato mistake where he's like, you know, oh, it was really cool how you do this and that. And Sting's like, I don't know anything about that, man. Like, I don't, he, like, he's like, I didn't know. Like, he, he thinks everyone knows more theory than they do and then is surprised when they don't know what the hell he's talking about or care. Uh, all right. So this is an insane matching. Again, it makes sense because they're all on tour together, but it's very funny to have them all do the interview together, I think. Uh, uh, if you don't know, the, I think it's called the Dream Sonic Tour. Dream Theater, Devin Townsend, and uh, Animals as Leaders. Uh, Tosin Abbasi. Where's Javier? Why don't they interview Javier Reyes? I know he's, I guess he's not. At, like, I appreciate Javier more these days because um, sometimes he plays guitar like a normal person. Tosin refuses. He was like, so deep into the the thumping and the like uh polyrhythmic um like not even tapping but like a lot of just a lot of like weird technique that at the end of the day like it, it adds it like it makes the music this much different and like early on it was kind of cool but it's and i get it, it's his thing whatever but i just i don't it's not it doesn't sound like it's going anywhere new uh and he also keeps making up new guitars for no reason uh we'll get into that Is this the JP? No, that looks like, is that a Mark? Maybe it's a Mark 7? Something in the, in the effects loop is like chorus or something that sounds, sounds like he's got some kind of, maybe it's some phase in the room, the way it's recorded or something. I don't know. Let me notify the uh, the discords real quick. Oh my god! All right, hold on one second. Let me before we get too deep into Beato land. Let me make sure. Nope, same thing. Okay. Momentary beach detour. Make sure... Where the hell did it... No, not what I... No, no. No. I opened Dropbox and I can't get it to close now. Please go away, Dropbox. Alright. Discord.
Did it not? 